0: Thank you for calling into the What Are You Watching Hotline Psych. This is actually the podcast now. We just hung up the hotline T-minus five minutes ago. Plenty of tech issues, plenty of issues in general. No one could hear Hunter. I was getting sweaty. I was panicking, all of the above. Thank you for calling in. This is the What Are You Watching podcast, streaming now on Spotify, Apple Music, and that's
1: it. Patreon. Um, Yeah, yeah, thank you to all of our callers that came in and couldn't hear me because – one Dan couldn't figure it out, but the overarching problem is we had to let go of Mike, and he was supposed to be on that with instant results. So we just got absolutely banged. No one could hear me. I feel dejected. I am upset. The Bills lost, so I was kicked, and they couldn't hear me on the podcast. So now I was shot. So um, and I do want to
0: note. In. I do want to note. We did test it. We did demo it, and it worked. Um, when the big show showed up. It didn't work, so uh, let's get to the episode, yeah. We are tonight's entertainment.
1: I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm
0: all out of bubble. Oh. All right. Welcome back to episode 57 of the What Are You Watching podcast. We've now been going for five straight years and couldn't be is happier. It
1: 57? Are no, we on 57? No, we're on like 28. We're on like 28, yeah. man.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I'm like, man, maybe we really have. Where's the time gone? Yeah. Right? You know what I mean?
0: You know, it's this really good quote. I think it's what is it? They say, like, you know you're having like time flies when you're having fun or something like that yeah
1: that's it's been a it's been heard it, there's yeah. been murmurs
0: yeah that's one of my favorites that uh, tattooed um <laughs> but in today's episode so today's episode should we we'll put the what are you watching hotline in the episode
1: yep we'll um, get that. which
0: is a new bit we're also going to try a new segment read news as fast as you can in one minute yep um we're also going to be reviewing season one of white lotus and within that We also have a bit where we'll be reading bad reviews, just like the last episode. Mm. Um, So technically three bits in this new episode, no guest, just the hotline. Um, Yeah, excited to be here, and we'll definitely open up with the
1: Bills. Wow, I mean, way to throw me on the Jesus. Uh I mean, that just really took me back. Um, Here's here's how I'll put it, right? The name of the playoffs in any sport is survive in advance, correct? Mm -hmm. You could say that they survived, but... They certainly did not advance. Mm-hmm. They certainly did not advance. Yeah, um, that was tough. I mean, as as listeners of the podcast know, Rachel and I were in attendance. One of the greatest atmospheres ever. Walking into the stadium, immediate snow downpour mm-hmm. lasted four hours. It was cold. We were drunk. It was awesome, and they just got absolutely ass blast five thousand. Yeah. I mean, they were just they were just slaughtered on national TV. So. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to go too much into depth. Uh, nothing hurt as much as them losing to the Chiefs last year, because you felt like that was their year. But now it seems they're going to go for a little mini rebuild, revamp the O line, say a lot to a lot, of, say goodbye to a lot of defensive yeah. pieces, maybe switch up some more coordinators. It was tough, but we're pulling for the birds. Yeah, we're pulling for the birds.
0: I, I don't want to give too many football takes. We're out of football season. Um, those mini revamps are tough when you because the the window in the NFL is so small to win. Thinks it's always longer than it is, and you got to cut away those guys who are supposed to be part of that Super Bowl team that you never had. Yeah. Um, and, and just it felt like this with the Bills this year always a good team, but it just felt like they were never that team. They were always good, yeah, but it just never felt like they were the team. They were winning, they were just getting by for the it,
1: first six weeks. They were dominant. Well, they, they were dominant got, the but, first six you weeks, you know, but and you had the injury,
0: had- you had the Josh Allen injury. And you guys suffer some defensive injuries as well. And then at that point, they just didn't feel the same.
1: So Von Miller's ACL, they did not feel the same. It's just tough like totally to watch team. that
0: when you think you have the team, and just week mm. out, week out, you have to keep telling yourself it's the team, but they don't look like that team anymore. So yeah, it's top. gonna be sad
1: to say goodbye to the players because you always, you always envisioned a few Jordan Poyer if he doesn't resign to yeah. also host hold that Lombardi Trophy to hoist it up.
0: It's, it's weird because not... then it's like this new guy comes in. Is he good? Some are really bad. Some, you know, it's a whole thing. It sucks. It sucks, yeah. but yeah, it can, taint. it can. The Eagles rebuild it relatively quick. So
1: they did. Um, they that was can, impressive. Teams can
0: really bounce back.
1: Howie Roseman.
0: Howie. Moving on. Um. So Hunter went to a quick trip home to Buffalo. Um, if you guys were wondering if we have an ad read, no, they <laughs> haven't given us an ad read yet. I don't think we're gonna They get- don't
1: want us to. They don't want us to. they know that whatever shit company sorry, oh my god. They know that whatever somewhat good company they give us, they're gonna explode from all the popularity and they're not gonna have the infrastructure, the employees to be able to to, to, to facilitate all that. You know what I mean? They're gonna get blown off the chain. Yeah. Ten thousand orders of copy machines. We can't fulfill that. No. They they go, we can't fulfill that, we can't have them reading our, our name.
0: You know, also with like you know, the podcast What Are You Watching has always been against the man. We've always been fuck the man, right? Give Very to,
1: anti-establishment. Yeah, we're always
0: give it to the man. Uh, Stick anti- it to him, spank yes. him
1: with it, the whole thing.
0: So I think we might have showed our cards too early because I'm convinced we're shadow banned on Instagram now.
1: Uh, mm. We're shadow
0: banned. They're, not, they're <laughs> not giving our stuff the push. The algorithm has said, what are you watching podcast in this bin? Joe Rogan, this bin. We've been shadow banned. In the they, put us
1: in, they put us in the ship bin. Put You're right, in, dude. put us in a box. We're, we're in a bin with anime junkies, mm-hmm. softcore porn mm-hmm. addicts, and bots. Those those are what we're in.
0: It's not easy. Um, but once again, we went from this summer being the world's number one dying podcast to being the world's number one podcast in all categories. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Call into What Are You Watching Hotline. I don't know when we'll reopen it. Um, Give us advice. Ask us stupid questions. Give a hot take.
1: Live suggestion, the weeks we don't have guests, we should open up the hotline. Sure. So when we have guests, no hotline, because then this is a four-hour podcast. But the weeks we don't have guests, the
0: hotline. Listen, I had a great time with the hotline.
1: Oh, you're already yawning? You got Coke, tea? What are you doing?
0: I already drank my tea. It's 10-11. That that wasn't a tired yawn. That was just a. I'm not gonna lie. the The hotline took it out of I me. Mean, there was a lot of tech yeah, issues.
1: There. It was stressful. The was, whole thing was stressful. Uh, yeah.
0: So this is also gonna be an hour long episode, which is impossible for us to do. So I do want to get to movie news in under one minute.
1: Well, your screen is bright, dude. You well, just got
0: lit up like a tree. That's because I was pulling up, I was pulling a screen from the monitor. Softcore
1: dumps. porn. You wonder why we're in that bin. Shadow bin. You're. You're. This is a Cinemax softcore porn presentation.
0: All right, so I'm going to read as much news as I possibly can in under a minute.
1: Okay, I'm listening. I don't have anything to write because I'm ill-prepared and sometimes lazy. So Dan's going to do just this one, and then next week we'll, we'll bounce back and forth. This is
0: how it's going to work. After I say something, Hunter, you have two seconds to give me a comment. If you don't, you're out. Okay, I like it. We can do it that way too. Go. Three. Watch the clock in the minute. One. Everything Everywhere All at Once leaves the Oscars with 11 nominations, including four for acting.
1: Possible shit movie
0: possible rick and morty accused uh rick and morty co-creator accused of domestic abuse rick
1: and morty oh
0: (laughs) rick and morty will be recasted the characters and they still plan to go for 10 seasons
1: piece of shit if he beat his wife really shitty if he didn't actually beat his wife the recast is gonna suck cancel rick and morty
0: he might have been a drunk uh bella ramsey the actor who plays ellie in this show the last one with now streaming on hbo max also being followed on what are you watching podcast says the possibility season two is up to the execs at hbo they want to see how the audience responds
1: is British, and there's a second video game.
0: Uh, Cobra Kai renewed for sixth and final season on Netflix. Ha-
1: haven't seen it after season two.
0: I haven't watched season five or season six. Well, season six hasn't even been out yet. Shrinking, the new Jason Segel Apple TV Plus show, uh, comes out this Friday. Uh, it uh, with Harrison Ford. He's awesome. He's old. It debuted. It debuted <laughs> with nearly perfect reviews.
1: I love Harrison Ford so. Netflix
0: password sharing could be a, could come by the end of March.
1: My mom changed your password and I can't get into it.
0: Adam Sandler found dead in his LA home at the age of 56.
1: Whoa! <laughs> just Whoa.
0: kidding. That's it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> that was I like that bit. I like that bit a lot. Whoa! We're gonna get better with. Like, it's gonna be like. got take off. I, my... mean, I, I like, Parasite two announced for a new movie. Gay, right? It just keeps uh, moving. Like we just keep going. God, I, really hear that. I was running hot there. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was. Hot. Here's here's a forty. He's cool. He's old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, dude, I'm feeling. That's a bit. I'm turning dude, that. I'm turning on my Dude, fan. You're going to have to talk for 5 seconds. I got to turn on my fan. I'm running hot. That's fine.
1: No. Um I am going to go out here and, and state the decree that that bit is going to stay probably for the rest of this podcast endeavor because I found that unbelievably fresh and awesome and I bet you will too. So that was great.
0: Yeah, I love that bit. And I'd like if we could <laughs> both, both have it. <laughs> um TV star.
1: Let's eat more money. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah so next time hopefully we'll both have one i think that will be a lot of fun oh the magic man
1: <laughs> el diablo and the magic man
0: <laughs> um in other news so last podcast for our podcast people listeners listeners um who were wondering one my girlfriend stopped mate said stop making them two hours this this will be an hour adjustable um, i can promise you that um you said I had news. I said, I don't want to answer that because I've been shadow banned by the government and I don't want uh, to fail my background check.
1: Mm, mm.
0: Background check passed. Um, the news is...
1: Here it comes. Oh my God, I can see I will be
0: leaving my orange bedroom, my studio room here in my neighborhood. I will be moving <laughs> to the city of...
1: For a slum in Guadalajara, Mexico. (laughs) Congratulations.
0: Yes, I'm moving into Adam Sandler's basement. Um, I'm moving to New York City. Um, I have gotten a job there at the company that is formerly known as Peloton, now known as Peloton. Um, I will be working in the studios and riding the bike. So if you have a Peloton, I'm on the bike.
1: He's on the bike. Uh, he's going to be... He's the guy behind the scenes where you go, where is Kathy McGee? She's supposed to be on the bike. I don't care where the fuck she is. She has a crash going in 35 seconds. Somebody find me, Kathy. Somebody find me, Kathy. He's got the headset on, the whole thing.
0: This is, this is the two things that will come from this. One... My sound quality might be altered. I'll be different places recording. That could be a problem, but I'm dedicated to the podcast. Two, if I have a headset every day at work, you don't understand the amount of power I have when I shove one of those things in my ear. And I go radio check, one, check, one, uh, (laughs) understood, copy that, copy that. I'll become powerful, more powerful than you could ever imagine.
1: Check boss baby, check boss baby. (laughs) Boss baby
0: and fat hog on the line here. Uh, Kathy is late on the fucking bike, and if she fucks me again, it's going to be a problem.
1: (laughs) So help me God if I find Kathy in the break room pounding those motherfucking donut holes. She's out of a job.
0: (laughs) Um, All right, let's get to White Lotus Season 1.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Thanks, everyone. Oh, happy uh, January 25th, by the way. I don't know if you said that, but happy. happy. (laughs) It's a great day.
0: It's a great day um dude what's going on I'm burping like a madman
1: you might have the cordyceps virus
0: that's for later okay um so white lotus um we'll limit spoilers for like five minutes so whatever um white lotus is there's two seasons on hbo max now we will be reviewing the first season uh, we are once again at the core tv show podcast mm-hmm. um White Lotus is created by Mike White, who is Ned Schneebly, Schneebly, in, um... Oh, really? School of Rock, yes, he is.
1: I that's, that's a trip, okay.
0: I believe he also might have written, been a part of Nacho Libre, besides the point. He is, like, director, creator, all of those things in this show. This is his baby. Um, how to explain this show? What is it? It's a bunch of rich people on a resort in Hawaii, and you follow, like, a few different people's stories. Um, They're all pieces of shit. They're all rich. It's a comedy. It's a little dark. It's a little twisted. Mm -hmm. Um, And you find something out in the very beginning of the show, and then you don't find out how you get there till the very end. Um, Till the
1: very end. And that's it. Little cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, uh, some spoiler reviews. Let me go through some actors here. I'll note some actors in it before we get into spoilers. Obviously, no spoilers. Um, no spoilers. Murray Barlett, uh, Connie Britton, Jennifer Coolidge, the great it. Jennifer Coolidge, the great, Alexandre Dario. stunner, um, Sydney Sweeney, stunner, uh, Jake Lacy. Hmm. Um. Is there any other big actors on there?
1: Molly Molly Shannon.
0: Yes, Steve Zahn.
1: Steve Zahn, yes, 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 yes. Who's Molly Shannon? She's uh, the guy's uh, mom. She's oh, the guy's mom in the show. Yes. Molly Shannon, she's old SNL cast. Shane, um,
0: Shane's mom, yes.
1: Yes, Shane's mom. Thank you, yes.
0: Um, and Steve Zahn, distant relative of my girlfriend. Actually? So, no, probably. Same last name. That'd be
1: That'd be phenomenal. Um, really quickly, I do want to know Murray, uh, Murray Bartlett is in the last of us as well. He should be making his first appearance next week. So double HBO for Murray clearly. Oh, really? You know what? Yeah. You know what I found with HBO also no spoilers is it seems that when they find an actor, an actress that is good in an HBO show, they will more than likely reoccur in another HBO show. They love
0: the recycle.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, um, what's his name? Oh my God um in VEEP. What's the guy's name? He's in Avenue 5. Oh my god.
0: The tall guy? Oh my
1: god. Oh my god. Hold on guys. We're Hugh Laurie, VEEP, uh Hugh Laurie VEEP Avenue 5, Sydney Sweeney Euphoria, Sydney Sweeney with Lotus, yeah. uh murray Bartlett. You know, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones. But yeah, yeah. that's something I've I've come to No, notice. that's a good
0: point. And HBO's kind of like the king at finding not like very not
1: superstars yet and And, like kind of make but they're like
0: those are good actors they find good actors their Um, their
1: casting agents have to be not the casting couch their casting agents have to be really good
0: so i just want to i'm going to give one little sentence before we do scores and um spoilers because i feel like we just have to do spoilers it's been out for a while if let's just get let's just get to it so i'm going to give a quick little pitch score and then spoilers okay when I said the word score, I was like, holy shit. I didn't really have a solid score in my head. Yeah. Um. So basically, this is like... Not much happens in the show. Don't come yes. to this show looking Expecting
1: for- fireworks and a crazy right. storyline. Like, and- what
0: happens next? It's not exactly like the, oh my god, how did he get there? I need to watch the next episode to find out. It's six episodes, and it's somewhat of a character piece. You're following shitty, shitty people. And you're finding out what the fuck they do on this vacation. And each person you follow has their own problems, situations. And it all gets capped at the end. It's not like one big story of all these people intersecting. Yeah. It's all these people at the same resort. And in that aspect, I really loved how the stories were separate but slightly intertwined. Maybe yep. uh, this person and this person both interacted with that one middle person. So um, they didn't do too much of that. I thought the show was very funny. I... I didn't find it to be, like, the best show ever. Uh, I I didn't find it to be, like, oh, my God, full stamp of approval. It doesn't have the Danny the Wine Man, you know. It doesn't get that hit on the desk. Yeah. Um, You know, it's definitely solid. And and it was, like, a fun – it was a fun adventure. It was, like, where is it going? How do you get here? How does this – you know what you get in the beginning. How do you get there? Um, you're very invested in all the characters. I'd say that it really got me in all the characters. So it's mostly about the characters, not about what happens. You need to know that going in. That being said, probably the best intro on HBO.
1: You concur? The intro? best intro? Yeah, the music. Oh! Oh! Yes! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> um, I! I! <laughs> um. That I I think the the intro and just the soundtrack in general really built the plot. I mean, like for a show where nothing really happens, it feels in and at certain points uh, for some reason just unbelievably intense. Yeah, right. Like when when that music starts going and people are starting to freak out and run different directions, it, my blood pressure rises. Yeah, without a doubt.
0: And when I say not much really happens, it's not like they're sitting in a room. Like in the story, like someone has an issue with their hotel room, and that's the problem throughout six episodes, right? Like that's the, what I mean by not- the pineapple
1: suite. <laughs> yeah,
0: you killed that. I gotta clip all of your best impressions. That was that was beautiful. Should um, I write it down? Yeah. Pineapple suite. Sure, right. sure, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do some archive digging. Um, yeah, but yes, the intro is amazing. Like I thought. I you know sometimes we just say the word cinematography, but in this show, like there's like this orange glow filter going throughout the whole thing i don't know it just gives us like intensity you really you really feel sweaty watching like what's gonna happen sort of mm-hmm. like how are these people gonna get there besides the point i don't know i like the characters i thought it was funny i thought the commentary was pretty good and like some of the conversations they would have was, like speaking on both sides of some issues in the world that being mm-hmm. said it kind of runs me down the middle i'm gonna give it an 83
1: mm, okay respect very cool um, don't want to reiterate everything you just said, cause you know, we're, we're having some of the same takes here. Hour long. Um, and, and we'll get it in. Yeah. We'll get into it in the spoiler side of it. I gave it an 84, yeah. which I think I gave the last thing we reviewed an 84 as well. So maybe I have to get better with my scoring, but to your point, it's good. It's not great. It's not the ultimate stamp and seal of approval. But I mean, it's something that you should watch, right? And and we haven't really covered something where you shouldn't watch it yet. Maybe we'll just find some dumpster fire of a we movie or to. a show. But I mean, obviously, I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that when you see this massively trendy show that all the girls are reposting and everyone's talking about on Correct, Twitter, and right. it was like yesterday, you didn't hear about it. And today, everyone and their mother is watching the finale to see what happens, you're very less inclined to watch and more inclined to hate it. Yeah. But with all that aside, if you're going into it with no expectations, never even heard about it, except, oh, it's on HBO, I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good point. There's, this is one of those trendy shows that you have to watch.
1: Yeah. Mm. I'm seeing pictures of bodacious Jennifer Coolidge all over Twitter, and I go, what the fuck is going on?
0: Yeah, that, that can be frustrating, because that's how I felt when I went to Avatar. I like, what the fuck? Everyone told me how to watch it. You have yeah. to watch Avatar. No, I don't. Yeah. Um, but you know, let's get in the spoilers. Generally, I did actually like it though, but yeah. it, it might have gotten too trendy. Just like Euphoria kind of got ruined by becoming too popular with dumb yeah, girls. Yeah, totally. Um Do you want to um you want to read the reviews could... first? Uh,
1: let's uh no, let's end it with the reviews. Let's okay. do a little spoiler. Let's do a little spoiler. Obviously, if you finish the show. Show opens up, casket being loaded on. People are I, I, have break, epi- right? I have the episode.
0: I have the six episode list. If you want me to read each description of the episode,
1: no, I don't even. No, I need to do that. I'm just saying okay. for the ultimate spoiler, it's
0: yeah. you were about to just break down the story. No,
1: I'm not breaking down the story. I'm. This is just. This okay, is what I want to say. This go. is all I want to say. I want to say. Show starts. They're leaving at an airport. Dude's pissed off. They're loading a casket in. Right. Where's his fiance? You're assuming it's, a, it's his fiance because in the next scene you see him with his, his girl. It ends up being who my favorite character was in this. Armand, the host, of, the hotel consigliere, the freaking front desk clerk, the manager of the hotel. Right. Armand is the one that dies in the end. Right. Takes a shit in the briefcase. All-time scene. Whatever. All-time scene. All-time scene, right? So, I mean, as the ultimate spoiler, that's what happens, right? If, if you're coming in here to say, like, what's the goddamn big cliffhanger? I don't want to watch the show. Armand's the one that gets stabbed pretty crazy. What I like about this show a lot is, I mean, at least based off the first two seasons, somebody dies, right, that's spoiler for next season. Somebody dies at the end. And the it's, it's low key like a mystery. You're trying to put it together. What's gonna go wrong? Who's the one that's gonna die? It's, it's a very interesting story in something that, you know, you wouldn't expect to be. It's not a murder mystery per se, you know what I mean? Like, it's not people trapped on an island, people are getting shot. It's just somebody dies somehow, right? And it's just, it's these characters, however many different groups you have. I think we had like three or four different groups we were following. It's all of them just descending into madness for no good reason. And it's, I think it's very well done.
0: That's a good point. I feel like I struggle talking about these shows before we can get the spoilers and I don't know what to say. And I like, forget how I feel about it. Um, you're right. They're all just like descending into madness over nothing. Right. Yeah. Uh, the mom of the family is losing her mind. Cause she can't find a nice zoom background. And this feng shui of the rooms fucked up. The girls are missing their pills. Like, um, right,
1: Steve, uh, Mark's Mark, the husband, Mark's yeah. dad ends up dying from AIDS, AIDS. Cause he was gay, right? Armand's a spiraling gay alcoholic and pill dealer. Yes. Like it's just, it's crazy. Cause in the beginning they're just rich and it's whatever. But by the end of it, you could look at each character and go, he's fucked up because of this. She's fucked up because of that. And it's just—it's so interesting. It's—I've never seen a show like this.
0: You know, there's only one winner out of it. I don't remember a lot of them. I think his name might have been Luke the kid, uh, Quinn. 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 Um, he's the he's only a winner. winner. He's the he's only. He's the only one you root for. But I do want to yes, say what they did yes. amazingly with this, right? So you come into the the season under the impression that Alex Daddario—I don't know how to say the fuck—I don't know how to say this thing. You—you're under the impression that she dies at the end, right? Yes. That's how you start. So when you follow her and find out that her boyfriend, he's a sack of shit. Not a piece. He's a sack sack of shit.
1: Rich, spoiled, just does not care about anything. Definitely just loves her because she's hot. You know what I mean? There's no deeper layer to him.
0: Exactly. So you come in and you're under the impression she's dead and you know this guy's a sack of shit. right? So you start rooting for her the whole time. And she's she's considering breaking up, considering getting the divorce.
1: And you're like, do it, girl, do it.
0: Do it. And then you get to the very, very end. I mean, the finale, after you find out Armand's the one who dies and she's not with her boyfriend, then she comes back to him. At the end of the day, she's weak too. She's kind of a piece of shit too. Yeah. Maybe not the word's piece of shit, but she's weak. She gave in to all of him. She's just going to end up being a trophy wife. She gave up her job and her career for him. Right? So it's like, when that happened, that's when I got the ultimate conclusion. Everyone's a piece of shit. Mhm. So, totally. I really loved how they did that cuz they wanted you to root for her.
1: And she, then they're she like she, she's just as evil as the rest of them, right? Yeah. Um, Cindy Sweeney's friend in the show, I forget what her name is. It's been so long. We have to be really better at that. I hate how we always go like I don't remember. Uh but, Paula, Paula. Right, Paula. You think she's doing a super righteous thing hooking up with this guy on the beach. She's, you know, Hawaiian. I want to help you out. What is that? Donating to charity? I don't really know. Dude, That's fucked up of you to let this guy come in, ruin his life. And he comes in and steals in whatever, $40,000 worth of jewelry. That's not right. You don't do that. That's not the answer. It's not, you're not Robin Hood. You know what I mean? There's nothing righteous about that.
0: Right. Ready? Look at this. Let's look at all the characters, right? So you got Armand. His problems are clear as day. He's addicted to booze, pills, and he is—he's an so awful normal. manager. I,
1: oh my god, he—he he is so—he's, he, God, I think he's gonna be such a good actor in The Last of Us. I would like to see a little renaissance by him. I mean, first two episodes, he's like, all oh, right, I'm the hotel manager, smile, smile, right? And he's like, Lonnie, what are you doing? And he's, he's like, I just thought Lonnie was fat. I didn't think she was having a baby, yeah, right? Yeah. And then by the fourth episode, he's eating some dude's ass. He's crushing up pills stealing backpacks this dude is off the rocker
0: yeah i, I want to go through all of the characters but him was him taking a shit in the suitcase in uh, Shane's suitcase is so fucking iconic it was so funny he just squatted on it and just left it on top
1: <laughs> just dude just the ultimate poopy and, and Did you ever watch, what was it, Jimmy Fallon? He's like, is that a real shit? And he was like, no, 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 no.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I didn't see that. Um, Carry on. We got Connie Britton, who plays Nicole. So that's the mom of the family. I mean, her problems are also very clear. Like, she's work-obsessed and OCD mom to the max, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. So then you got Jennifer Coolidge, who plays Tanya.
1: Just a dumb, rich bitch, man. She's got... Kind heart. Kind heart, heart. but just...
0: Dom and stupid. She's got, she's got some issues in the core that she needs to deal with. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, issues yeah, to the core. That,
0: why did, okay, that's my thought. Um, carrying on, we have Alexandra D'Addario, who plays Rachel. We just talked yeah, we about covered, her, her yeah. issue. Fred something plays Quinn, the kid. What's the, the only one who was a piece of shit and turned into good guy... Um, he ended up joining the Hawaiian paddle boards. The mom and dad. The paddle I don't, team. He goes, I don't want to leave.
1: He goes, I'm, I don't want my phone anymore, mom and dad. Like, I found my calling. I'm a yeah. nature boy now. That I'm was city sick. boy. He just saw the whale cool. that
0: one day, and he became a good kid. Um, After his dad told him way too much. Jake Lacey, who was in the office, actually, plays yes. Shane. Um, Ultimate mega b- mommy's boy douche. Ultimate. Way too much money. Um, finishing up here, you have Paula played by Brittany O'Grady. She mm-hmm. tries to steal from them cause she thinks she's so, uh, you know, like giving back to the Hawaiians and taking back what's theirs, mm-hmm. but she's just stealing from a family. She's,
1: she's also just another spoiled girl. She you is, know what yeah. I mean? Just another, she's like, this is, she's like, I'm i I'm a liberal and yeah. this is how we help out. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, Oh my God. Like, I, I think they say it once or twice in the show. I could be wrong. They're just like innuendos, like fuck Donald Trump. Like, like fuck 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 like these capitalist pigs like, yeah we're not one of them and it's like your family's not worth is probably a hundred million dollars
0: no she's like the ultimate social warrior like social yeah. justice warrior yeah um
1: so then we got natasha
0: rothwell who plays belinda um she has her own issues she was trying to at the end of the day she's trying to get money from tanya yeah uh, she's trying to baby her up and be nice to her to get money from her even if she was actually a nice person final That's two nice. sydney swinney plays olivia Spoiled girl. That's it.
1: Spoiled girl.
0: Hates her mom. It's incredibly Hates mean her to her mom. Hates everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, incredibly mean.
0: And then finally you got She's Steve. She's like,
1: I don't, I don't want him in the room. He's going to jerk off to Paula. Yeah. And, and they walk into the closet. He's just ass naked on the floor. It's probably 200 degrees in there. He's like, it was hot.
0: Because we're passed out. And then finally you got Steve Zahn who plays Mark. And, and when he just finds, a
1: troubled man. Yeah. Just I mean, a, he
0: thinks he has cancer. He finds out his dad has AIDS. He tells his kid way too much. <laughs> He is just off the rocker.
1: He goes up to he goes up to Armand. He goes, yeah. Oh, one of the best quotes in the show. He's like, yeah, I think my dad was gay. And he goes, why do you think that? And he goes, yeah, I heard from his friend that like he would get fucked in the ass by dudes. And Armand goes that would be a telltale sign. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, yeah. He goes, do you want to know? And he's like, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So that's, that's the whole cast. And you know, each of them have their own story. Me and you talked about a little bit, I really liked how they like slightly intertwined, but never like overstepped that sort of boundary of like mm-hmm. making it too obvious. Um, mm-hmm. just felt, like their own stories in the same resort. Yep. Um, but let's. Do you want to maybe talk about the final episode a little bit? Yeah, sure you got you you, stuff to say.
1: No, no. I, I, I. At least for me, and if you talk, I'll riff some more. But yeah, I mean, I don't think I had anything crucial going. Except the final episode was the ultimate apex, right? Like Paula's boyfriend's going to jail. Armand's getting stabbed. Jake's a piece of shit. Uh, D'Addario's character was like, "I'm breaking up with you." You know, it just kind of all happened. All this tension for six straight episodes just snapped right just snapped
0: yeah i guess the show what it did the best was probably the slow burn
1: of the story Mm -hmm. with the music you can get through through three episodes
0: and being like i have i have no clue what's going on that's what where i'm
1: gonna cut you off really quick literally after each of the first three even maybe four episodes i'll say the first three we would get to the end of it or at some pivotal scene i would look at her and i would go I still don't know what this show's about, right. but I think I like it. Exactly. No, that's the take for the
0: this, this show. I don't know what it's about, but I think I like it. Not till episode five or six did you
1: figure it out, really. But I liked it. Right, right. You're sitting two, three episodes in, you're like, all right, what, a, b- a bunch of pirates are going to break in and just start shooting people at the <laughs> resort, right? Like, that's where my head was going.
0: Right, you love a little bit of action, but yeah. Uh, a little action. Yeah, each story came crashing down at the end. Armand, just absolute bender. He finally got his revenge, right? Like, the whole time, he was just trying to get back at this fucker because he fucked up and didn't give him the pineapple sweet. Can you say that for me again?
1: The pineapple sweet.
0: Yeah, so, like, he finally just snaps and just... He did that full, snorting, pill rampage. (laughs) He he goes, that was the best dinner service of my life. No, that's a... When he eats that, that's episode four, five. Four?
1: Yeah, four. Oh, yeah, right, just the finale. Um,
0: Yeah, yeah. That was sure. the best dinner service of my life. Um, All right. Right, he's just
1: walking around. How are you? How's the food?
0: It's <laughs> good. Um, I feel like I don't have much more to say about this show. Um, I guess the best, the best take we had, maybe our only good take, was – Halfway through, you have zero clue what's going on. You don't know who it's about. You don't know where it's going. You don't know why it's going that way. You don't know why you even like it, but you do like it. And then at the end, you can finish the six episodes and be like, that was a good
1: ride. You're like, all right. I'm happy I watched that. I agree. I'm happy. Tanya I McQuad. Tanya. One syllable, Quad. <laughs> She's.
0: You know, and this show kind of comes down on the actors, and I thought all of the actors did a great
1: job of playing yeah. Their
0: character. Yeah, yep. Like, I knew
1: exactly who they were.
0: Yeah, without the good actors, the show isn't much. It all comes down on them playing these characters to the most. And without Jennifer mm-hmm. Coolidge, without um, Armand's actor, Murray Burlett, it's like, you. you it doesn't hit. It does not right. hit without it the d- actors. Yeah.
1: Correct. Yep, the act- I think the actors make the show. I would agree.
0: I agree. So our only takes are the actors make the show and you don't know what's going on. So And the music
1: was good. And then... <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: White Lotus Season 1, 84 for Hunter, 83 for me. Yep. Um,
1: you got a couple bad reviews for me, Dan?
0: Oh, right, right. Bad reviews and then we'll go to The Last of Us. All right, I'll go first and then we'll do every other. Um, this is from John Loh- Lonsdroff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. to all my friends that told me i had to watch the white lotus thanks for wasting six hours of my life that i'll never get back from watching the first season after the second episode i was deeply disappointed that an asteroid didn't hit in episode three (laughs) killing off all of those horrid distasteful people sure it would have taken out some innocence in the resort but the result would have been worth it I found myself rooting for the asteroid that I knew would never come throughout the rest of the season. That
1: dude's a nihilist. John Lohrstroff. John Lorstroff. Thank you, John. All right, this is G- G- Gently Woodburn. What a show. Sat down to relax and got thrown into the political agenda yet again. I'm a 40-year-old white woman who loves everyone and teaches her kids the exact same info. Everyone. Seriously though, after watching this series and being a white female, not my choice biologically, and raising my kids, not only am I <laughs> not only am I racist, my kids who are white are born and racist. We are not racist. Just because white people are painted rich doesn't mean we're all monsters. There's something fucked up going on in this country and it's about time we're all awoken. Jinali Woodburn. See
0: People like that shouldn't have access to HBO, right? Like, they're not, they should not have access to shows like Euphoria. Like, God forbid that woman watches Euphoria. God forbid. I mean, this show has penises in it. Like, if you yeah. are writing reviews like that, you can't watch a show he, that shows he that.
1: She hangs it. dog first episode. You, this is not for you.
0: Yeah, so, uh, thank you, Mrs. Woodruff. Um, This is from a person named Feedback Loop. <laughs> Mike White, by the way, is the creator, director, writer of the show. I would hate to be Mike White. Hate and be walking around with so much dislike for other people. Some might some people might say it's okay. These characters deserve it. They're so awful. But they didn't but they didn't come from out of the blue or but the but that didn't come from out of the blue. I think she meant to say Rachel, enough of the hairdryer. Rich. Uh, <laughs> be
1: very very loud.
0: They came from in his head. It was his choice to make these people who they were, so I blame the creator, not the characters.
1: Mm, Mike White getting slammed. Who wrote that one again? Feedback loop. Feedback loop. Thank you. Feedback loop. All right. This one posted a year ago. His name is RS. Maybe some kind of maybe Ryan Splain. Nah, Ru- you know, like yeah, racial slur. Rough slut. Racial racial slur. Yeah. Racial slur. Hundred percent I maybe this fits. All right. RS. This is overly sexually, and so many senses. All right, this guy cannot spell. No, neither can mine. (laughs) This is overly sexual, and so many scenes are not necessary. It is explicit and so close to gay porn. It overly brings in homosexuality instead of just making, I don't know, a great storyline. They make it all about sex and sexuality. It is a poorly produced show and one that is pushing a certain bias in what we should accept as reality. This is hard to watch, and we keep waiting for it to get better. However, watching episode four was the last straw. Watching a man eat another man's ass? Absolutely not. We are so done, and I have no desire to keep watching. At this point, I don't care how it ends. They've gone too far. One of the most disgusting things on TV, and honestly, I don't even know how they got this through. Yeah, that
0: that dude is watching with his roommates in college, right? He's got two of his friends, both guys. When the first time they see the penis, they're all like, oh. and then when they see the ass, scene he's like, dude, I gotta turn this shit off. I can't be, I can't be doing this around you guys.
1: I think this guy has two options. One, he's a closeted homosexual, mm-hmm. knows a couple of people known as RS on the message board, and right. has to really keep up the facade. Two, we're talking deep south. Deep south mm. red shotgun confederate flag Does, hanging occasionally. doesn't
0: deep even south. need to be so deep, honestly. Could just... It doesn't.
1: You're right. F- West Virginia, hmm.
0: Alabama. Um, yeah, I so feedback, thank you feedback Loop. thank you John Nordstroff.
1: I have a quick one. It's a sentence. Go for it. Jason Davies. Ugh, this is awful. I've had better times plunging a toilet. To each their own, though. This show sucks.
0: Yeah, I saw that one at the top. I, I've had better times. That's kind of funny, though.
1: <laughs> had better times plunging a toilet.
0: Uh, the asteroid was fucking nuts. Like, that's a why He really thing. kept going. That
1: guy's a problem.
0: Um. Okay, so that's it for White Lotus Season 1. We're going to move on to our anchor of the show, um, the last of
1: us, episode two. Yep. What was the episode called? Infection?
0: Yes. So um, this episode, quick recap, we are left episode one with Ellie, Tess, and Joel leaving the QZ of Boston. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're now out of the QZ in the open. This is Ellie's first time being out there. You learn quickly, and we already knew this before. But jolting tests have been outside of the walls, um, so we're going to get a lot of a little bit of a world build. We're going to see what Boston's like, and we're possibly going to run into some clickers, which we do.
1: We do. We um, did.
0: Which I want to get right to. I want to get right to.
1: Please, please.
0: The clickers are so well made, so realistic feeling. Mm.
1: Yeah. They the, were fucking weird, dude. Maybe, they were scary.
0: Maybe the words beautiful. I mean, I was fucking terrified. All right, Buffalo Bill. I was, I was terrified. Like, it hurt my stomach seeing it up close. Like, the when it goes, like, ah! And, like, the, oh, my. I do, I couldn't handle totally. it.
1: Totally. Right? Normal, human, fucked-up face down here. Right? Like, vampire, zombie-esque. And then the head just splits open, and it's just this blood and pus and fungi that that was scary as
0: shit no like i was laying in bed on us with lily i was like i we got to put on modern family or something like I, yeah I, I, I gotta do like i'm that shit stuck with me like it usually doesn't that stuck with me
1: you know it's gonna be bad when they walk in and they just see the scratch marks on some dude right you know scratch bite marks bell's like oh what the f-, or not bells sorry ellie's like what the fuck is that and Joel looks around at Tess, and he goes, "Starting right now, we're not quiet. We are silent. Yes, we are silent. Yes." And every step, right, like the house is creep. Yeah. And then you just hear like the, you're like, "All right, turn around. You're going. We're we're going back. We're going back."
0: Yeah, and and you know, if you watched the last episode, we didn't play the game, but Ben did, and something cool Ben told us about it's like, the game's kind of about resource management and you don't want to make noises around the clickers, right? So I think it was a nod to the game. It might have just been a good part of the show. But when Joel has to reload his gun, I mean, he's got to drop all the empty bullets. What does he do? Like, he he was like
1: slipping into his pocket so slowly, putting yeah. the bullets in. One, two, three. I mean, edge of your seat you know, don't make a noise, don't drop it, because yeah. the whole time you're thinking, he's going to drop a bullet. He's going to drop a bullet, the clippers going to be there. Uh,
0: yeah, and um, mm.
1: it,
0: it, the whole episode was insanely intense. That was kind of the pinnacle of the intensity, no doubt. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but, so, uh, some other things to note in the episode, I mean, like, obviously, we, we're already towards the end, let's just keep going towards the end. Um, so, Tess gets bit, um, Know, we don't see it on screen when she gets bit. Um, not that I know of. And so, like after that moment, she gets bit. You can just kind of see it on her face a little bit. When rewatching, you can kind of notice she's got a little different outlook. She's kind of staring at Joel a little longer, that sort of thing.
1: Um, Total mood change. You know what I mean? She goes from hardcore bitch to, yeah. Th- if this girl is, she, if she's the cure, we got to get her there. Yeah, she I mean? was
0: hopeful for the first time, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, we just don't see hope from her. And she's kind of like the feeling, because Ellie gets bit as well, but Ellie recovers very quickly, way quicker than mm-hmm. Tess did. Uh, like a clear indication that she might be the cure. Um, And and Tess just kind of just has that feeling like, all of those sins we did, Joel, this is how we get it back. We might be able yeah. to make things right and save the world, kind of. So yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool.
1: And then, just to stay. sorry. Keep, no, I don't
0: know. I was just...
1: Just to stay on that scene, how I I gagged. I definitely gagged and oh, I dude. definitely rewatched it because that was just fucking wild. That kiss, man. Like they notice her and you know what? She's just taking it. She's not running. She's just standing there. And the fricking zombie dude walks up to her and you just see the fricking, the furry tentacles come out of his mouth. Yeah. And, just, and you see her eyes. She's going like this and she goes, and her eyes just get wide. It's just like burrowing down her throat. And she's just trying to light it. I mean, that whole scene was like fucking nuts. That is different from the game, by the way. I don't know if you knew that, but in that scene, it's not zombies that go and attack; it's the government. It's like the Boston Police. So that's
0: a that's like a whole different part of the game. Like the whole in in the in the game, you're being chased by Fedra.
1: Yeah. Um, which, then- I'm sure we'll, which I'm sure will which I'm sure will will come back to light starting next episode. I think for that scene, they just thought it would have packed more of a punch for TV just to have that specifically be zombified.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I know. I believe. So from my understanding, I think I, I think they talk about it in behind, like in the inside the episode of HBO, they just swapped it with the show. Yes. So yeah. look, I think it might be the full idea they're always being chased by these things. Because I don't think in the game, oh. the hive mind oh. or like, I don't know if it's called the hive that, mind. In that doesn't exist. No, because yeah. it travels differently. So I believe in the show, the whole it's a whole different, separate thing.
1: Yeah, um, I was also reading into that too. I watched a lot of clips and and read about it. Um, I guess a big thing for that change too was that in the game, they they wear gas masks a lot because it's not the yeah. hive mind; it travels through spores Sports. in the air. Yeah, and they were like, we just can't have the actors wearing gas masks I, in every scene. You know,
0: it just doesn't translate well for TV. Um Yeah, I I do want to know generally. Another banger episode. Um, I think first time in HBO's history, they've had such an increased viewership from episode one to episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, episode three, we're going to see Bill, Nick Offerman's character, which I clipped. Yep. Um, and Murray Bartlett. And Murray Bartlett. Yes. Very excited for that. Um, and then another thing to note in this episode, the cold open again.
1: I was, that's the thing I've been itching to talk about.
0: Yeah, back to back, they kind of brought us somewhere else. So they bring us to where... um, Jakarta. Jakarta, Jakarta. thank you. Where it all started and we kind of follow um, a professor and you can kind of talk about it. It was was intense.
1: So first off, I think it's really funny that that was kind of the big question. One of the big questions we asked Ben last week was, do you expect to see some more flashbacks? And once again, we get another cold open. Uh, pretty long too. I, it was like 15 minutes, it, I think. It
0: was. It was not. It was a it was more than a scene. It was
1: intense. Um, and I mean, I I love that flashback because they go in, right? They see the bite mark. This is a doctor that, you know, literally her focus, all everything she's done has to do with like fungus and, and this kind of shit or whatever, whatever her actual title is. And just the the sheer and pure shock on her face. She goes in there, inspects the body, sees the bite mark, looks a little infected. Goes to the mouth and pulls like the tentacly things what are they out they it's Cordyceps maybe yeah the cordyceps, whatever they're called pulls them out of the mouth drops it panics and gets out yeah and so it's still live because like it went towards her right right it was like I need I need you know I need I need a live host and two things she's like how many other people were there sure. she goes six you know um, and then who bit her and they go we have no idea. And the general goes. So, what do we do? You know, how how fast is it going to take to to get a freaking vaccine? And she's just like crying, right, holding back tears. Bomb it. No, she just
0: kill, She just goes. Bomb.
1: Bomb. Kill. Kill everyone around it. Kill everyone near it. Um, I'm just going to go home and have lunch with my family. You know what I mean? Like in her head, she's like, "We're all dead anyways. Yeah. It's too late. It's already been 12 hours. Yes. Who knows how many other people." And it also explains how the virus spread so quickly was that um, they were in a grain facility. Right. And so, you know, the f- idea is like, well, they ship grain all over the world. This, these infected, whatever it is, you know, maybe the little spongy things were in the grain or whatever. Um, and so it was distributed because the episode or the, the scenes in episode one, the actual outbreak is two days after Jakarta. Right. So it's like Jakarta was December 1st and on December 3rd, the whole world was destroyed. Like it, it moved that quick.
0: That is cool. So some things to note um, in the first episode why Joel never got infected, right? So Sarah's like, don't forget the cake. Cake used flour. Joel forgets the cake. Um, the neighbors, oh. the Adlers, offer her a cookie. No thanks. I don't want the cookie. Oh, you wow. See the, you see the Adlers hammering the biscuits? I don't need a biscuit. And there might have been one other nod to no flour. I forget what it is. But though that's nuts. That's like crazy good details. And like People were picking up on that, which is pretty dope.
1: Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, still fucking freaky. The second thing I wanted to notice note, uh, part of the world building as well was when they're like, all right, let's take the long way around, climb to the top of the hotel and, you know, we'll get to the Capitol building yeah. and they look down and you just see, I don't know, probably hundreds, if not thousands of, of like dead, but reanimated humans that are all part of this like vine, right? Like right. it's one living organism one that's eerie as shit. Cause you're just sitting there and you're going, that's fucking freaky. And the sun hits it and they all roll over yeah. and try to roll into the sun and, and or roll out of the sun and vice versa, which was weird. And then the second part where you're like, it's all the hive mind. Right. And this kind of goes into test at the end. Sorry if I'm rambling here. It's like, all right, the bodies are dead. And then the vines come out of, out of the ground and kind of grab them. And that's what alerts everybody, all the rest of the dead zombies. Cause it's like, Oh, we found them. You know, they just touched this body. Everybody rushed that area. You know, that, That hive mind is probably going to prove to be pretty, pretty tricky in some moments over the course of the show.
0: I I don't, we can call it a hive mind. I don't know what they're going to call in the show. Hive mind is one hundred percent Stranger Things.
1: They call it the the Woodward web in real life. Okay. Or the the wood wild web.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. So like obviously they can transfer information very quickly between the fungus between the infected. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. So. I'm going to try to keep this episode under an hour. I have no clue. We're pretty close. Sure. Um, you know, and generally without, we touched on the main scenes, the end in the beginning, and then, you know, through the middle, they're just kind of traveling through the museum and then, uh, you know, trying to get through. Oh, well, the Fireflies being dead at the end. At that point, that's when you know, like, Joel and Ellie are on this journey alone. Yeah,
1: right? alone, alone. There's no, there's no car. There's no truck. They're not getting anywhere there. They are on foot.
0: Yes. So I can't wait to see who they meet along the way. And like the second episode really showed up. Legitimately yeah. showed up.
1: That was a good follow up.
0: It really was. Brought. The, I think so when I watched inside the episode, like one of the executive producers who's not from the video game is talking about the video game creator, um, Neil Druckmann. Is that it? hmm. And he's like one
1: of the, one of the story writers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. was like the thing he does best is like create fear. Dude, I, I've been terrified for two episodes. I've been scared. I don't yeah. know how he does it, but he really can create some fears. So mm-hmm. that's what's been going well for the show.
1: I fear God, homie. Mm. Any other final takes about it? Um, Fear. Crazy. I think you start to see a little more trustworthiness and still a little hesitancy from Joel towards Ellie, right? Can I get a gun? No. You yeah, know you what I mean? Like just those little things. And her kind of started to realize that, I don't really know life outside of the wall. So when Joel says to be absolutely silent, I'm I'm going to be absolutely silent. That's you know what I mean? Point.
0: Right, because you can tell she's walking around the hotel and told her that skull came out when she was fucking around. It's like, oh.
1: She's still a child. You know what I mean? Like she's still, she's not used to this. And and she doesn't know anything. She doesn't know, she doesn't know anything outside of the wall. Nothing. And the other thing I wanted to say too was, uh, which I think is a great line, Tess looks her, she goes, just because you're immune doesn't mean you can't get ripped apart. Mm. And that's that's pretty intense.
0: Right, because don't be throwing your body out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, they'll, they'll come up and they will eat your soul. You know what I mean? Just because you're not going to turn to a zombie doesn't mean they won't suck your blood dry.
0: Yeah, no. And, and that's kind of the impression Tess was going to die, so that didn't shock me. But the way she did was fucking terrifying. Um, yeah, so Last of Us, episode one and two, both hits. Excited for episode three.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And to your point earlier, the last thing I'll say is very, very rarely often. I feel like in TV shows, you get an episode with a lot of action. That's followed up with another episode of a lot of action. Yes. Usually you yes. get action, yes. lull, storytelling, storytelling, yes. action. And it, I mean, it was right there, right? It's so good. It's just so intense. Absolutely.
0: No, that's a, that's a great point. You always get that lull after the action sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What are you watching segment? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be pretty shallow here. I watched, Me too. um He's Just Not That Into You. Okay. I mean, it's got a ton of the actors. It's like one of those rom-coms that just brings yeah, in a bunch Yeah, it gets
1: everybody. They get everybody.
0: I, I mean, dude, it's two hours, which, which was insane. Like, a movie like that should be an hour and 40 minutes max. It should be on the shorter side. I, I couldn't have wanted- the, like, I wanted the movie to end so damn bad. It just would mm-hmm. not- fucking end and it makes me never want to watch a rom-com again it really i mean really does.
1: you're right what a jumping cast right jennifer Aniston, jennifer Con- connelly ben affleck justin long i mean it, it's not, uh it, yeah and
0: then uh, uh
1: bradley cooper did i say scar joe scarlett johansson no, scarlett, scarlett johansson, johansson. Bradley cooper. E-, e from entourage, entourage.
0: Yes. so you're like it yeah. should be good it was just right and well, yeah already Blah. yeah um other than that i am on to season two of white lotus i've been watching breakpoint on netflix um mm. the tennis documentary made by the guys from Drive to survive and mm. obviously last of us on sundays and other than that that is it
1: okay um i am watch. i finished the halo series eight episodes i think it was fine. It was entertaining. I said it last week. Not really expect much. It was fine. It's whatever. I like the story, mm-hmm. even though I guess I didn't follow the games at all. But who gives a shit? Um, watched a couple episodes of Ginny and Georgia with Rachel. Um, I am currently midway through Avatar right now, the first one, because I'm actually going to see it this weekend. So really? I gotta, I gotta get myself back into the lull there. Um, the Bad Batch is back on Disney Plus. Might have mentioned that earlier, but we are five four episodes in so watching that on wednesdays from disney plus um and i i think that's it i really don't think i've watched anything else really you know, back in buffalo you know i ain't got time for movies no in the last
0: of us of course football there's just a lot of stuff going on duh um all right i'm not gonna lie the phone calls knocked it out of me i feel like i hit a wall um mm-hmm But we are just about done this episode. We are planning to go under an hour. And when we try to go under an hour, not under an hour, we're not going to be under an hour, around an hour, um, it cuts Mm -hmm. out the rambling bullshit that we usually do.
1: Um, It does. Timelines, deadlines. Yeah, but the
0: question is, you know, at this point, sometimes our takes suck. and Is our rambling bullshit better than our takes?
1: huh? Something for the fans to Mm -hmm. comment on. You know, for the amount of people that tell me they've listened to the clips and listened to the podcast a little bit, goddamn comment on the Twitter, all right? Tag us in a post. You know who we are. We're not A-list celebrities yet. We'll give you the time of day.
0: Right. People, act like I won't, you know, we'll respond.
1: We'll respond. You. This is an immediate platform for you to get out there. Like, stop being a little bitch and get yourself on the line, on the web, and, t- and chat with us. We're human beings, for Christ's sake. Hey, the hotline was hot. The, hot, the hotline was scalding.
0: Um, speaking of hotlines, I have my quote. Okay. They all suck. I quickly looked up cell phones uh, quotes about cell. Phones. I thought
1: that I thought that was your quote. I like they all suck, and then maybe it would have continued. But okay, keep going. Oh no, the quotes suck. Um, okay.
0: Uh-huh-huh. from Carrie Underwood. Hmm. My cell phone is my best friend. It's my mm. lifeline to the outside world.
1: Carrie Underwood. Hmm. Mm. Little little upset uh as the great frankie shalino says about Carrie underwood those legs are insured he always <laughs> takes a picture during the sunday night football song you know oh right, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and he always puts it on a staff store and he goes those legs are insured because they really do look just like golden pillars of sex and love um thank you everyone for listening thank you all the hotline callers we're gonna figure out the technical difficulties you can hear me next time and interact with your TV and radio host KJ Boone from 101.9 The Axe, Seattle's local grunge hit, hit radio station. Um, the Last of Us pumped. Everyone's pumped. Get your hands up in the air. Go, birds. Bills are Go dead. Birds. Sabres might make the playoffs. And as always, you can't eat your pudding unless you eat your meats. Thank
0: you. Yep.